Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Welcome to Asgard podcast and to episode... Oh, what episode are we on over Chia? Let me double check my browser. 258! Episode 258 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, which reminds me, of course, to shout out Toph Morris, who is a backer over on Anchor.fm. Thank you very much, Toph Morris, for being a supporter. It is a Saturday. Happy Saturday, everybody out there. Hope your weekend is going swimmingly. I am, once again, trying out some fancy stuff to be able to show comments on screen. Please do remember that one of the changes on the channel over the last week or so, is that if you have a comment or question, please be sure to type at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, as it'll help me be able to find comments to highlight and such. So thank you all for being here today. We're going to be talking about Japanese cinema a little bit. I've been on a huge Japanese cinema kick as of late. Been watching a ton of Akira Kurosawa movies. Been watching, of course, a ton of uh, Toshiro Mifune movies and other films as well. I had just finished, about an hour or so ago, finished the movie Sword of Doom, which was fantastic. Another Toshiro Mifune film. And I enjoyed it very much. I actually just started a... a, You get a two-week free trial with the Criterion channel, which has almost every single Criterion film in their collection, which includes the, uh, what's everyone been asking me to watch? The Zatauchi? Zatauchi films? Zatauchi films? Uh, apparently has all of those, so I'll be able to get started on those probably sometime over the next week, and um, pretty excited. Pretty excited about that, but hopefully y'all have been enjoying the reviews that I've been posting of the Japanese cinema, and it's been a lot of fun. And today I actually did a review of a movie in two parts, interestingly enough. It's a a movie from 1941 called The 47 Ronin. Of course, it's a pretty well-known story, well-known account. It's been redone many times, but this version truly was fantastic. And what saddened me, because you'll notice in the thumbnail it says that it's, it's excellent and yet so sad, is because... The fact that it came out, and I found out about this after the fact, the fact that it came out a week before Pearl Harbor, not only did it mean that it was a box office flop in Japan, but also it meant that it was one of the many films that, once Japan, of course, lost the war, um, probably got destroyed or limited in various capacities during the Allied occupation. And so the only versions really ha- that we really have of the film is this Criterion Collection one, which, again, as far as a transfer goes, is fine, but you can just tell they were working with a really rough uh, film negative because of all the pops and all of the holes and everything that that you see in the movie. And it made me really sad because it made me realize that we may never be able to have a higher quality or better quality version of that movie, and it could be because of the events that happened during World War II. And it's just always a sad thing to hear that. But anyway, I hope that you are all doing swimmingly today. Let's go ahead and say hello to some people in the chat. We got 
Tina B, the Empress of the Universe in the chat. Hail to you. Glad to see you here. Apparently, Scotty Boy Mendelson is writing some articles about the box office. It's always hilarious to hear his box office takes. Um, it's just always very interesting to see <laughs> what, what in the world he's trying to say and what nonsense he is trying to spin as such. Mark Lizeth also in the chat. Hail to you. Glad to see you here. Looks like this was a little uh, pre-stream conversation going on over here. We got Orange Chat Reviews, who's a member on the channel. Hail to you, Orange Chat Reviews. Thank you very much for being here. By the way, we are multi-streaming to every platform, all from one location now, which is excellent. It feels nice not to have multiple streams going up, but I am indeed live over on Odyssey, DLive, live on YouTube, Periscope. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And with this chat, uh, I can highlight your comments, even if you're over watching on DLive. So uh, DLive fam, y'all y'all make sure that y'all make your love shown. We got Waiting for Nerdronic. She is one of the mods here as well. She helps out, especially when we're a Valk or two down. Laura, hope you are doing very, very well. Saying so, so much love to the like button. Yes, indeed. Show so much love to that like button, please. It really does mean a lot. If you're watching on Odyssey, light up that fire button, please. It does indeed mean a lot. Uh, let's see. Bifford the Hobbit's in the chat. What's going on, Bifford the Hobbit? Glad to see you here. Bifford the Hobbit also has a question saying, what are your thoughts on In the Heights underperforming at the box office? Well, to be fair, I don't care about In the Heights, so it's actually not a new story to me. I remember when that show came out on Broadway. Um, as many of you probably know, if you follow me for a while, I am a theater kid, you know, through and through. I, from the age of 10 or 11, was doing musical theater. And especially as I got older, just fell more and more in love with it. Uh, lo love doing shows, love going to see shows. Obviously, that the dream of every theater kid, especially one like me who was in New Orleans, Louisiana, was to one day be able to actually go see a show on Broadway. So... Going to see stuff on Broadway was awesome, especially when I went to college in New York. One of the motivating factors for me to go to that college was the fact that it was in New York City proper, and they had student discounts, general discounts if you got to the box office early. So I saw tons of plays and musicals on Broadway. I didn't see In the Heights, though, because I remember hearing some of the music because we used to have, over the summer, Oscar watch parties with the, uh, the group that I did theater with. And so you'd always get to hear little bits and clips of the nominees from that year. And I remember when In the Heights came out, I'm like, this is not Broadway. I was like, this this doesn't belong on Broadway. And I know that that might seem pretty harsh, but I'm sorry. I, to me, hip-hop rap, no, that's not Broadway. <laughs> that's just, I, I'm sorry, that's just not. Um, so I, I've never seen it myself. I have no plans on seeing it. Um, I might see it to review it. But there are so many other films, especially older Japanese films, that I would so much rather see than In the Heights. Uh, 70B, what's going on? She is the captain of my Valkyries. She is the general of my Valkyries. Title sometimes changes, I feel. But 70B, hell, what's going on? No, you're so fancy. Virtual hug to you as well. Thank you for being here. Let's see. Laura says, there was a Hamilton commercial before your stream. Now I've got that song stuck in my head. No! That's so weird. Why would they play a Hamilton ad before a stream labeled Japanese cinema and movie talk? 
That's so weird. If I was doing a review of In the Heights or talking about In the Heights in a very clear way, then I, that would make some sense to me. But that's so weird. The algorithm on YouTube makes no sense to me at all. I just found this channel, actually, that's got a lot of subs. Like, I think I think she's even, like, over a million subs or something like that, but a, a pretty large amount. And her main objective is to help people grow. And some of the tactics she talked about, I'm like, this makes a lot of sense, but I just... And, and she even created a brand new channel from scratch, totally disconnected from her account, and was able to show how to get you know, tons of views. And I was just like, I don't know, like all the stuff that she was talking about, it made sense, but it was still a little, a little too complicated for, for me. And I can understand some complex things. Snort of Poopas, how well to you? How well? Rajesh, Ch- uh, Rajesh, Rajesh Taylor, what's going on? Glad to see you in the chat. Appreciate it. Tina saying, you look nice and sharp tonight. Thank you very much. Yeah, I am streaming out at 1080p. 60 FPS, so you should be able to watch at 1080p or 70, uh, 720p 60 FPS is an option, or just standard. You are given an option, or at least you should be given an option on whatever platform you're watching on. Laura, what's going on? Says, Hail Soup Cracker Supreme. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that is a reference. Friday Night Tights last night, we uh, were going through this list. Apparently, it's a list that's real of supposed slurs against white people and some of them included unwhipped un sorry unwhipped cream yes that's that's supposed to be a slur against white people unwhipped cream one of my favorite was ice chimp which to me seems like it could be offensive for an entirely different reason and not towards white people i just yeah we live in a crazy world, Laura. Crazy world. Uh, Crisco12, what's going on? Hail to you says, do you have any interest in the upcoming Pixar movie, Luca, which releases this week on Disney Plus? Not really. Not really. I don't really have much interest in most of the things that Disney is doing nowadays, to be perfectly honest. But I'm watching some of it. As I said, I, I, I've, I've done a review of Loki Episode 1. It was a hot narrative mess that drove me insane because of how many plot holes it now creates in the MCU, which were already there because of Endgame especially. Really bad stuff. Um, But, yeah, we're talking about it on Friday Night Tights, and so now it's like, oh, great, now I have to watch it for Friday Night Tights. Uh, Mark Lizeth says, Before you get too deep into Japanese movies, have you seen The Chosen? It's a multi-season show about Jesus. They are on season two of seven. They make interesting narrative choices. No, I haven't seen it. I've heard about it. Everything that I've read about it makes me not want to watch it. I just have no... I have no desire in my heart. Everything I read does not say, ooh, this looks like a good show. To me. For me, specifically. So I'm I'm not saying it's bad because I haven't seen it. And I don't believe in forming opinions about the quality or objective qualities of a show or movie without actually having seen it first or seeing parts of it at least. And I just, yeah, everything I've seen or heard, I'm just like, no. And then every time I've tried to look for it, it's this whole weird, it's it's way more complicated than it seems. Like, I can't just look up episode one or episode, like, it's just, yeah. And then I think I watched part of an episode two and I'm like, nah, this is, I'm not really feeling it. There are much better better biblical stories that I would rather watch instead. Uh, most specifically, I'd rather watch Passion of the Christ. To me, one of the probably the best movie about the 
life and death of Christ. Uh, Tina says, I told you Sword of Doom was good. How about that ending? Cinema Tyler uh, over on his channel loves it. And it's Zataochi. Zataochi? Zataochi. Lord. Zataochi. Zatauchi? I like Zatauchi. I like pronouncing it Zatauchi, especially since it seems to make some people upset. <laughs> Zatooshi, I guess is what it says. <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, yeah, I did like Sort of Doom. However, I have one issue with the movie, and it's with the ending. They are setting up the entire time for this revenge if you know what I mean, with the brother character, I feel like the movie is missing one shot. It's missing one framed shot. As the character's going nuts at the end, I think something that would have made it better and more complete of a narrative is if they just had one shot. Even if it's just him looking on as the guy's going crazy and being like, what? like, that to me would have had a completion to for now it's like okay i get a completion for this character this insane character but the brother character seeking revenge there's there's no completion to that i guess he's just still waiting outside it just that that was a little confusing for me um hello stephanie v says what kind of shirt is that um, this is, I just reject your hypothesis. This is a, a quote from Quentin Tarantino when a, a ridiculous reporter talked to, tried to talk to him about how he treats women in movies and not giving women enough uh, screen time and, and giving, or I think it was specifically about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood not giving Margot Robbie enough lines or something. And she's like, and he's just like, I just reject your hypothesis. And I loved it because he was just slamming it back in her face and it was brilliant. This is, I don't remember exactly where I got this specific shirt, but if you just type in, I just reject your hypothesis shirt, there's going to be a ton of options of people selling it. So, uh, Kiko Rogers, what's going on? How's it going? Uh, has Baby Mjolnir been raised today? Yes, yes. Uh, baby Thor raises Baby Mjolnir um Lots of times. Lots of times. It's always incredibly cute, especially since it, you know, makes sounds. It's very, very cute. Oh, I see Hunky Chunky Funky Monkey in the chat. Hail to you, Hunky Chunky Funky Monkey. Thank you for being here. Soul Assassin in the chat as well. Hail to you. Oh, I see that you're insulting him for not having hair. I, I take I take offense to that, good sir. I take offense to that, but hail to you and welcome to the chat anyway. Sizer Neons in the chat says, latest buzz from the center of the earth is that Disney Minus has really poor watch numbers. If so, then the Phantom Menace has struck back. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I would like to see the actual numbers. I would like to see an actual report on that. Because if it's just rumors, if it's just hearsay that cannot be verified, then to me it's it's not it's not really worth even taking seriously. There was a time when I was very much about the rumor mill rumor train. And there's you know moments when I'm like, if it's getting picked up by Hollywood Reporter, mainstream news media outlets, like even though obviously I have my issues with the news media outlets, if everyone's covering it as a rumor, 
it seems to have a little bit more credibility, probably because it's a rumor that the studio wants out there because it's being picked up by their friends in the media. So, but when it comes to things that are like, oh, it's rumored that their numbers are down and I have my sources on the inside and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. It reminds me of a couple of years ago. I had a great discussion with Matthew Kadish, and it was about Lucasfilm. And I remember, because back two years ago, there was the rumor that they were unhappy with Kathleen Kennedy and that she was on the way out by December of two years ago. And there were people on YouTube who were like, it's going to happen. I, I've seen the contract. There was one guy who was like, I've seen the contract in my hands. I've seen it. And Matthew Kadish was like, no, this is ridiculous. By the way, shout out to Matthew Kadish. Shout out to the Salty Nerd Podcast. If you don't know who they are, look up the Salty Nerd Podcast because they're fantastic. But I remember when that whole thing happened. And then we had a huge stream with Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers, Matthew Kadish. And it was a back and forth. And here we are two years later. And the guy who had the contract, supposedly, I don't know what really ever happened with him or to him or what his narrative was. But, yeah. So, I don't, I don't know who's saying that they have bad watch numbers unless we have an actual sheet that we can look to. Uh, Jace Doe, welcome to the chat, good sir. Says, we'll have to watch 47 Ronin, or check it out, at Criterion. I have the recent one with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, the, the one with Keanu Reeves is not at all the same. <laughs> I think Orange Chat Reviews actually left a comment saying the character names are the same, and that's pretty much about it. You have the character names that, that are the same, and that's pretty much about it. Um, so I, I don't really know necessarily uh, about the, you know, I enjoyed that one with Keanu Reeves for what it was. You know, for what it was, I enjoyed it. But, you know, it's definitely not a objectively good movie, I would say. Not an objectively good movie. Um, but yeah, what's difficult though, is that you'll, you can get access to that actually through the Criterion app. I could not find a Criterion Collection Blu-ray for the 47 Ronin, which made me very upset. And also makes me wonder if there's a better comment out there or sorry, a a better, like a, a better, what's the word I'm looking for version of it out there, like a higher quality version. Something tells me probably not. Uh, Orange Review says, my funny first comment must have been skipped by the chat. Odd. Repeat, careful Odin, the SJWs might accuse you of cultural appropriation. Yeah, from it, for enjoying Japanese cinema. And uh, it wasn't necessarily that it was skipped. It was that in order to show this, basically this, what I use, it's the restream chat that allows me to, to put it up on screen. It only starts recording the messages that come in once it's made live. So that is probably the reason. Uh, what's going on, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington? Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Gmonkey76, hail to you. What's going on? Can't get Odyssey to work. It was running up on my end. So, uh, let me see who's, who's over there. What's going on, Odyssey fam? Kid Cassidy over there. What's going on, Tina Bojan over there as well. Daniel T over there. Hail to you, Kigasti says, BYU TV offers The Chosen for free. Interesting. And then Daniel T says, Luca might end up being good considering how free Disney Plus movies versus Disney Plus premiere has been. That's a fair point. That is actually a fair point. 
because the last free one, to my knowledge, was Soul, and it was actually a pretty decent film. Kara Tharp, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. How's everyone doing? Just chilling on the couch with a puppy. Always a good place to be. Chilling on the couch with a pupper is always great. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on what platform you're using. Are you watching it on a phone? Are you watching it on a tablet? Because you're going to have issues there. Uh, the mobile the mobile experience for Odyssey is really not that great based on what I've, I've heard as far as streaming is concerned. Uh, videos, I've never really had issues watching those. But live streams, obviously, are very new, especially on mobile. Uh, let's see. Laura says, I want to be in the room where it happens. The room where it happens Dang it, Lynn Manuel Miranda, you're, you're, you earworm maker. Yeah. No, no, there's no doubt that he creates very catchy songs with catchy rhythms and, and lyrics. It's just not my cup of tea. It's just not my cup of tea. Pat S., welcome back. Glad to see you here. Hail to you. All right, I think this was supposed to say at Odin, but I'll, I'll allow it since I'm over here in the restream chat, says there is a first kaiju movie. There is a first kaiju movie. Was in Japan in 1934 called The Great Buddha Arrival. But you can't find the movie because the film was destroyed by bombing by Allied forces during World War II. Oh, man. Yeah, it's always interesting how every single year we just find out more and more information about World War II. Like, for instance, I had never known apparently this is true hiroshima right one of the locations of one of the bombs the largest population of catholics in japan interesting interesting that's all i'll say about that <laughs> i don't know enough about it to be able to to say anymore uh glenzer i saw this earlier but i wanted to be able to highlight it thank you so very much for the five dollar super chat Thank you very much, Glenzer, man. I appreciate it. He says, watching good movies, I see. My top three recommendations for non-Kurosawa Japanese cinema are Kwaidan, Yujetsu, uh, and Oniba Onibaba. In that order. In that order. Okay. Ujetsu, uh, I have heard, or Ugetsu. I guess it would be Ugetsu. I I've heard that recommended before. That is available on the Criterion channel, I believe. So definitely one that I'm interested in checking out haven't heard of the other two to be honest have not heard of the other two but i am glad that there have been at least a few non-kurosawa japanese films that i have enjoyed so the 47 ronin being one and then also sort of doom also very much enjoyed i did watch as you all saw i did the entire samurai trilogy i liked parts of it but man oh man movies two and three are so weighed down by terrible terrible romance narratives it's cringeworthy how bad it is uh tina b says zata zatoichi 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 the blind swordsman respect him ah of course of course what if i say nay nay what if I what if I decide to say nay nay? Uh, Glinzer says that Sword of Doom was supposed to have a sequel. See, I think that probably would have helped. <laughs> At least with me. I think that would have helped. 
if they were able to kind of, you know, finish some of those storylines that they never actually finished, that probably would have been pretty good. All right, Tina's got something to add here about the film. Says that ending has been discussed over and over, but I think the director ended as he wanted, even though it feels like it to be continued. I do want more. And and here's the thing. I actually respect stopping the the, the that that like last crazed fighting that happens with the main character. I think it's fine stopping mid-swing. I I had no issue with that. As I said, my my issue that I had with it was that there was a storyline about the brother trying to get revenge on the guy. Remember that he and the other dude are waiting for him to try and and challenge him and kill him. And then it just that never gets resolved. Never gets resolved. So that that's what I specifically had had an issue with. Uh, thank you very much for saying nice shirt. I very much appreciate it. You rock. Daniel Thorne over on DLive. What's going on, Daniel Thorne? Thank you for being here. Yeah, no one there yet. It's okay. It's okay. You're here, and that's what matters. Uh, Bruce, hail to you, Bruce. Thank you very much for being here today. Appreciate that. Uh, Pat S. says, No female speaking parts in Reservoir Dogs, but Jackie Brown talked a lot in her movie. Yes. Also, you could go. You could always go into the Kill Bill films. Lots of female conversations in there. <laughs> Hunk of Chunky says, Of course I'm here. You don't think I'd miss a chance to talk to the lovely ladies here, do you? No, I guess you're right. Adam is just laughing. Hail to you, Adam. All right, see, J.M. Cruz, what's going on, J.M. Cruz, says, uh, my man, dang it, I'm in a church service. You said, dang it, in a church service? That's terrible. Nothing but a great stream with the fans in the weekend. Great FNT episode also. Any thoughts on uh, on Into the Mouth of Madness? I don't know Into the Mouth of Madness. What is this? Is this a movie? Is this a series? Tell me more. Uh, Adam McClam, what's going on? Says, just dealing with the dogs. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Daniel Thorne tagged over there and said, Loki really ticked me off with its Time Lords, anti-free will thinking, and screwing up multiple Marvel movies, not just Endgame. And you know what the biggest issue that I had with it was that if you're going to create three all-powerful beings who are in charge of the timeline itself, who can create beings, the agents, right? They, they literally say, yeah, we were created to help them. If they're so all-powerful, they don't need to create sub-beings sub to help them. An all-powerful being would not need the help of a lesser creature to help them, let alone would need to create a lesser being to help them. That doesn't make any logical sense. So I could go off about the, the timeline issue, and, and the issue with, with time it, itself and how they address it. But I'm more concerned with the, hold on, hold on. You're, you're portraying them essentially as, as God in a lot of ways. As omnipotent. And yet, one, they need help. And the help they're going to get are from beings that they create. And two, they're so all-powerful and control the timeline. And yet, people somehow, some way can still fall out of the timeline, can still make choices that deviate, that they don't know is going to happen. It's just a bad story. It's just a really 
bad story. And for that to happen in the first episode, it's awful. Uh, let's see. Laura says, Disney Plus rumors for the context. Is there any technical way to measure how many people are watching something online? And if the numbers were good, wouldn't Disney say so? Again, that's a great point. If the Disney numbers were good, they would be talking about it. That's good for them. That would be a way for them to to raise their stock price, which is already artificially high, even higher. They could do it even more if the numbers were that good, right? So that is definitely a good point. It's an inference, right? If they're not talking about it, it seems to indicate that they are probably not good. As far as metrics go, there's very limited ways because when it comes to things like Disney+, Plus. Disney has access to the numbers. No, no one else has access to those numbers except for Disney. They can choose to report them in whatever way they want to. You can obviously have people on the inside who know the numbers who are, you know, who could leak them or talk about them. But again, if anyone is claiming to have that information, I would take it with a huge grain of salt, and it's probably not true anyway. Um, but the only other way that it could be tracked is there are these like third-party services where depending on what service you have, like maybe if you have Disney Plus through a service, they're able to do some minimal tracking. Like I think that's how they're able to figure out that so many people watch a specific movie when it came out. But again, that's a very limited sample pool uh, and it's not really enough information to go off on to get an, to, to get an actual legitimate and um, clear answer to that, I would say. Uh, the Wake Down, what is going on? Hail to you, Wake Down. Just Joe 47, welcome to the chat. Appreciate it. Pat S says, I hate how loud Odin talks when I'm trying to watch the stream during a wake. Wow, Pat S. That's that's some pretty dark humor there, man. Um, Daniel Thorne, what's going on? It says, only good part I enjoyed in Loki is when the time agency clowns get their get their comeuppance at the end. Oh yeah, I mean, I I liked the acting for the most part. The acting was fine. But if you don't have a story, there's there's not much there. <laughs> oh man. All right, JM Cruz says, uh, they made Keanu like a superhero in 47 Ronin. He slayed that dragon like an unnecessary boss. Yeah. Also <laughs> the whole dragon thing, it's like there's no there's no dragon in the original. What's going on? Rusty Shackelford, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Glad to see you here. Oh, no. Someone was having a buffering issue. I apologize. Hopefully, everything is going okay everywhere else. Is my hope, at least. Uh, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Hail to the chat. Only on for a short period, but not because of mass, but at home. Well, if you're at home, Father, there's no reason for you to miss it. How dare you skip out? How dare you spend time with your family instead of your online community here, as you are the chaplain of the channel? Sajanian says, does your culturally significant Japanese classics include Gojira and Gamera? Um, Never actually seen Gojira and Gamera. And I'm I'm not much of a kaiju person, to be honest. I'm not really drawn to the monster movie genre, specifically. I'm much more interested in the Japanese samurai films, for sure. 
And also, even uh, the later ones, there's one film with Toshiro Mifune called Low and High or High and Low or something like that. And it's supposed to be a, a thriller. So I'm actually very excited to check that one out. Uh, Orange Review says the overall promise is the same. A lord having to kill himself out of dishonor, his samurai not being able to avenge him, the 47 Ronin going against the Shogun's decree, and then having to do uh, seppuku. Yeah, again, generally it is, but it's if you actually watch the movie, you're like, okay, you, you can make the argument, but it's not the same. Tina says Ugetsu is good. Glad to hear it. Pat S. says, well, it was the city with the largest population of Catholics. Again, that's... It's also pretty dark. I mean, um, uh, I don't know about that. Um, anyway, Tina B says, I already told Odin that if he wants his emotions wrecked for a week or two, watch Sancho the Bailiff. Great movie, but I was an emotional wreck for a week. Yeah, I would be interested to see if I would have a similar reaction or not. Uh, Bruce says, a lot of Japanese anime also ends on a to-be-continued moment. That kind of makes sense. I feel like anime especially is more prone to uh, sequels and, and follow-ups and things like that. No, 47 Ronin, I just saw someone mention, it is a true story. It, it, or rather, it's it's based off a true story or it's based off of the legend of a true story. You know how things go. Typically, things are you know historical and then over time they become more legend than story, and so certain aspects might be stressed over others and things like that. But yeah, the basic premise of a lord being wronged and the ronin who are left behind trying to um, bring honor back to that to that lord, to that fallen lord, I, I think, you know, as, as far as the basic storyline goes, it's probably about the same as what it was, historically speaking. Uh, let's see. Tina says, uh, isn't Into the Mouth of Madness the documentary about 80s and 90s sci-fi and fantasy? It was fan-made. Oh, was it now? I'm saying that's the first I'm hearing about it. Uh, Adam, what's going on? Says, what if people are variants, though? <laughs> I mean, maybe what if those people are variants? Like the like the actual people? In the... So here's the thing. I mentioned this, I think, in my review. Is that if the ending helps to fill in and explain the issues of the first episode, okay. However, I thought the same thing might happen for the other series that they've had so far, and it's it's not. Yeah, as Stephanie B says, no time travel. At least with Disney. Disney should not do time travel because they have just not done it well. They just have not done it well. Uh, J.M. Cruz says, Into the Mouth of Madness is an H.P. Lovecraft-inspired film featuring Sam Neill. I think the closest to the movie's theme is Prince of Darkness by John Carpenter and Color Our Color of Our Space, I think is what that was supposed to say. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, make sure that you smash that like button, please, if you're watching over on YouTube. 43 people watching on YouTube. Thank you very much. Let's see if anything is happening over on Odyssey. Thank you very much, Odyssey fam, for watching the show um let us see uh we got a hundred dollar or i guess i don't know 100 uh library token i need to find a better way a hundred hyper chat i know it's called hyper chats a hundred token hyper chat from thomas zarevskin uh, thank you very much i know that he works with the odyssey team so thank you so very much thomas for your support man i appreciate it thank you thank you thank you uh, again, still very excited to be streaming on the Odyssey platform and to see where we can go from here. 
Uh, Wakedown says, heard about the Odyssey issue you may be having, so I came back to check it out. There's some sort of server problem going on, but it isn't on your end, and it's very hit and miss. And then says, close all their tabs and refresh until it catches. So, again, I wasn't having issues on Odyssey. Um, uh, I think gmike 76 has been having issues with Odyssey. So, I, I have not had issues myself with it. Superfan Adam Shawhan, what's going on? Says, Frank Little Miss are back in the office watching you. Oh, that's sweet. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, James Nashier, thank you for the $1 donation via Streamlabs. Very much appreciate that. Says, hey, Odin, just checking in to say hi. Well, thank you, James Nashier. I appreciate it. I wish there was a way I could highlight those messages, but unfortunately, I've not found the capabilities yet. But one day, one day, it'll happen. All right. Uh, says James T. Kirk once said, why does a god need a starship? This is about the omnipotent beings in Loki. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Exactly. Why would a, in this case, triune-like god, right? There's three specific deities that control the timeline in this universe set by Loki. Why would they need help if they are truly all-powerful? Doesn't make any sense. Adam McClan says, well, it is Disney Marvel, so I'm not surprised exactly. Daniel Thorne says, who killed more people, the time agents or the mad titan Thanos? Yeah, seriously, it's a good question. But also, too, it's weird because they go to court, and the issue that I have is, if they don't know it's a law that is being broken, because they don't even know the agency exists, how can you be punished for it? It makes no sense from even the most standard understanding of what law is. To break a law means that one must know what the law is in advance. Otherwise, you can't really be guilty of it. So if your entire existence is keeping yourself secret, and you're keeping a law a secret so that you know no one actually knows that the law exists, and yet you will go out of your way to bring these people and put them on trial, this is all in Loki, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Again, there's 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 very little other than the acting that I can really say anything positive about when it comes to Loki. Uh, let's see. Laura says, I hate Loki because I don't understand how timelines could could be at war. Yeah, seriously, that's also a good point. The, the whole reason why these, these time lords essentially come into the picture is because the timelines are fighting each other in certain capacities. And then someone in one of the comments on my video says, uh, multiverse, uh, multiple universes. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, they, they covered that by saying that this one timeline is consistent of multiple verses. So also somehow a multiverse includes and maintains within, basically it says there's a oneness of the timeline and yet a multitude of verses, which even in and of itself creates issues. Not to mention, if they were going to go after anyone for breaking time law, the number one person, to me, uh, the number one person that they should be going after based on what we've seen in the movies is Steve Rogers, who goes back in time for selfish reasons, going against the character that's been established for several movies of not being that kind of person to spend his life with Peggy Carter. Wouldn't that be an aberration? Oh, no, but the way they explain it is, oh, that was a part of the plan. Oh, yeah, Thanos and all that, that was all part of the plan. That was all part of the plan. It's stupid. It's so freaking stupid, man. 
Uh, let's see. Wake down doing doing the round, saying no problems here on D Live from what I can tell. A few seconds back from where you are on YouTube, but no delay. Yeah, and I mean that's that's gonna be every platform's gonna have a little bit of a different kind of delay. The only issue that I could see for Odyssey, at least of today, is that I did up my bit rate to 45, uh, 4,500, and it does say that you shouldn't stream over 4,500 bit rate. Um, or else it won't work. But it was coming up over there, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Oh, the way I pronounced uh, was a gamma. Sorry, is it our sorry? Is it supposed to be Gamera? Did I say Gamera? Gamera. Uh, let's see. Laura says, actually, the only number that really matters with Disney Plus is the subscribers, because I think we all pay for subscriptions we don't use. Oh no, no, yeah, absolutely, Laura, absolutely. That's why, you know, you can talk about how many people watch it, but yeah, the subscriptions are what matter. It matters, though, in this case, if they are offering a movie for a price behind the paywall. So you have to pay for the subscription, and they pay an extra $30 in order to have access to said movie. Talking here about in the future for Black Widow in the past for films like Raya and the Last Dragon, things like that. So I, I think those are the numbers more so that we're looking into as far as being able to tell whether a film is being profitable or not. But, I mean, yeah, Disney in general, they're going to care a lot more about their bottom line, which is going to be subscriptions. Because that's the other thing that I mentioned with which HBO Max, because HBO Max does not have that premium offering, and it says releasing them at the same time. But the only way that you can, you know, some people say, well, you're not taking into account the HBO Max numbers. Oh, wait, you mean that there's a way to tell if someone has signed up specifically to watch one movie and not a multitude of movies? Because if you can figure that out, would love to hear it. Uh, Brightburn1985 says, Odin, I bought my brother a copy of the Criterion Collection of Dr. Strangelove. It was on Blu-ray, $28 before taxes and shipping. I don't know if that was a good deal or not. For Criterion Collection, Blu-ray about $28. Yeah, that's, that's, that's on the cheaper end. Typically, Criterion Blu-rays are about $40. They usually are about $40. Every year, multiple times a year, they'll go on sale for half the price. And now, in the age that we're living in, they've kind of been perpetually on sale, many of them. So, I know a lot of movies right now are in, like, the $25 range. So, they're not at full price, but they're also not the cheapest that they've ever been, either. But $20 for... And that, that I think that's a newer release, too. Or maybe I'm thinking of the 4K. Um, that seems to be a good deal, though. Yeah, I think you did. I think you've done good. I think you've done good. Um, let's see. Master John 93 says, Odin recently saw Yojimbo and totally loved it. Thank you for introducing me to this movie. No problem, dude. Welcome to the channel, by the way. First time I've seen the name in the chat. Um, yeah, dude. It it is fantastic. And I highly recommend Sanjuro. If you like Yojimbo, you'll love Sanjuro as well. Keely Chow, what's going on? She says, thank you very much. Uh, Kara Tharp, who's a member on the channel, says, I finally got around to watching Jean, uh, Jean, Jean Cocteau's version of Beauty and the Beast last night. It's pretty good. I also watched the 2014 French version as well. Interesting. Yeah, I've never seen the original before. 
Uh, new number two, what's going on? Says, hail Odin chat. Just getting here, spending time with the female parental union. Always nice to spend time with mom. That is for sure. All right, let us see. Who else? Oh, I can actually, because of Heimdall. There we go. It won't show your message, but at least it'll show you. So James Dashier, again, thank you for that $1 donation via Streamlabs. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, Jay Stowe, who is also a member, says, As far as Japanese series, Ultraman's great. At least what I saw growing up, been collecting the whole OG 70s series to see original 7 series run. Yeah, those have been those have been on sale for a long time. Every time I open up, it's called My Movies. It's a it's a extension of blu-ray.com, which is always a great site to go to for blu-ray deals and such and for tracking pricing and stuff. And Ultraman's almost always on the list of being on sale. So, yeah, I'm I'm more so interested in the movies more so than the series at this point. Um, let's see, Pat says, dude, if I was a lifelong samurai and my master died, I totally would become a ronin. Yeah, the ronin life just sounds like, I don't know, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. Um, and that's why I can see, through watching these movies, I can see especially where a game like Ghost of Tsushima would get its inspiration from, for sure. Dean High is also showing up over on DLive as well. Uh, Jeremy Zakowski says you should take a look at Gojira 1954 and possibly Shin Godzilla. Maybe I might. I I think are those Criterion's? Because again, I know that I have access to other movies. Except like I have, I know I have access to other movies outside of the samurai genre. But right now, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of on the samurai kick. Samurai and Akira Kurosawa is currently the kick that I'm on. So. Until I've exhausted that, and there are many more that I can watch, uh, we'll see what happens. All righty. Let's see. Snort of Poop is Cuber. Says that's what made the ancient Greek and Norse gods interesting. They weren't omnipotent or omniscient or even particularly sweet and lovable. Exactly. Which is why, in a lot of ways, in their own definition, they are not God. Because they are not all powerful. But yeah. Definitely made them a lot more interesting, that's for sure. Uh Keck44, what is going on? Uh Pat S says, Ignorance of the law is not a defense. If you don't know the law, you need to know you need to know Anthony Teramina. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't actually get get that. Uh but the main point is that is more so they don't know the law, and also there's no way that they can know the law until they break it. You know, it's one thing if you go to another country and do something that's breaking a law, and you chose to be ignorant and not look up the laws of that country. Like, that that's something where I don't think there's as much of defense. But in Loki's case, it's like, no, no, no. No one could ever know the law even existed unless they broke it. It's just ugh, it's stupid. All right, Thanatos Felicita says, Temporal physics is hard. If they don't have a plan, it will be a mess. And as we have seen many times, um, they, they usually don't have a plan. Uh, Wooly Bowley says, Do we know Steve Rogers was with Peggy? Maybe he was in time jail the whole time. Well, seeing that he came back with the ring and everything, now they could retcon it and say, Oh yeah, that's just what they told me to tell you. They could do that. 
I think that would be even dumber than allowing him to go back in time in the first place. Not to mention, they're still glossing over the fact they literally created the Fountain of Youth. No one could ever die in that universe because the machine, remember, when it was not working properly, was able to bring people back to their baby child state. They can de-age anyone they want. They literally have created the fountain of youth. It's ridiculous. But yeah, let's just gloss over that. No big deal. It is what it is. Uh, Let's see. Adam says, I paid for Disney Plus, but I shared it with five others so they can watch it as well. Just to mess with Disney. Well, be careful with that information, Adam. Because I don't want you getting in trouble. I don't want you getting in trouble. But yeah, I I don't personally have an issue with people doing that because, in my opinion, if you're paying for it and you want to share your information, that's on their end. It's it's they've had this for a long time. They've had this ability for a long time to be able to limit the number of streams concurrently you can have. And one of the ways that they could easily fix the issue of password sharing is by basically allowing it so that you can only have two concurrent streams happening at the same time or you have to pay more if if that's something they really want to you know take care of uh grandmaster yoda i know you haven't been here in a while but just uh, keep in mind that the new code word is at odin so odin question is gone it's just at odin um uh do i like event horizon i've never seen event horizon it's been mentioned several times before but it hasn't been either hasn't been available on any of the streaming platforms or something got in the way when I was about to watch it. Uh, J.M. Cruz says, let's say it how it is, my man. MCU now has bad writing. Can't wait for this to be the case when the time force becomes much powerful than the Eternals. Using time travel is really a bad premise. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. If this show ends keeping the Time Lords or whatever you want to call them keeping their power as as high as it is, when the Eternals come around, then it's going to be like, why should I care about these people? Like, they have now made Thanos completely irrelevant. They've made Loki completely, completely irrelevant. They've made all of the Asgardians and any other alien creatures completely irrelevant. Any Titans, irrelevant. None of them matter. Because these higher beings, who are so high that they still need to rely on people, which maybe... Maybe maybe they'll actually address that and say they're not as all-powerful as one would think. I doubt it, though. Gribble, what's going on? Welcome to the YouTube chat. Glad to see you here. Uh, (laughs) You've been lurking for a long time. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, Let's see. Laura says, I got disconnected, and when I came back on, it was a commercial for an anxiety medicine. Now, that makes sense. That totally makes sense because I do have anxiety and I've talked about anxiety before on the channel. So, all right, heading back over to Odyssey for a second. I Love Cabbage says, have you seen the Roroni Kenshin movies? They are good popcorn samurai fun. Uh, Do you have any other information? I don't think I have. Banjo Sandwich says, Odyssey looks fine, but behind YouTube a few seconds. And yeah, and every platform is going to be behind in a different way in some capacity works fine but behind a few seconds all good on my end but again i'm on a mac says adam shawhan continuing to troll my life by always mentioning the fact that he has a mac 
which doesn't make you any better than anyone else, Adam. But yeah, so if you're having issues with Odyssey, looks like it might be on your end. Otherwise, I don't know why they would be not having issues. So anyway, Odyssey fam, thank you all for being here. All right, let's get back to the chat. Get back to the chat. All right, JM Cruz C says, isn't a Ronin technically like a great Jedi? Not really. I guess in certain way, I'm not an I am not an expert when it comes to Star Wars because that more so was covered in the EU, more so covered in the EU novels than in because Clone Wars addresses it a little. No, no, is Rebels addresses it a little bit, where they kind of have this character who is of the gray order, one could say, um, where again they're neither on the light or the dark. They're kind of in this this middle ground a little bit. Ronin are people who were who are still samurai, but they don't go by samurai because samurai is one who has a master. Ronin are those who have the same skills and abilities, but they no longer have a master, and so now they're they're purposeless a little bit. Some of and even some of the movies that I've watched have kind of covered this saying: some will find success in different areas, some will be able to attach themselves on with others, and some will just roam around as well so but I, yeah I, I don't know if gray jedi yeah i don't know if gray jedi would would be a good comparison unless you were talking about it as like a servant of the force and they're like servants of yeah because the force itself yeah i i think i think you would need to write a like a 50 page dissertation in order to make that point in which case it's like yeah, I don't think you can really make the point. <laughs> Just saying. All right, let's see. Tina says, Gojira, the original, is very dark and is a callback to World War II. It's very tragic. Do not get the Americanized one with Raymond Burr, and the director was friends with Kurosawa. Interesting. Okay. Um, Brightburn, 1985. I can't wait until you get to the Living Daylights and License to Kill Bond films with Timothy Dalton, because they were ahead of their time. They were like Daniel Craig before Daniel Craig. Dude, I already got to them. Yeah, my wife and I are actually in the Pierce Brosnan Bonds. We haven't watched one in a while. But yeah, we have gotten through them. Yeah, and I think at some point, I'll probably have to do some reviews of the movies that that I haven't done official reviews of. But I'm trying to balance the time as much as I can during the week, uh, since I'm you know stay-at-home dad during the week especially. Um, but we actually have gotten through it. And I think you are totally right, Brightburn. Timothy Dalton, the, the Timothy Dalton Bond movies, in my opinion, are some of the best Bond movies in existence. They're, they're two of my favorites of all the, all the Bond films that I watched. I actually really like Timothy Dalton as a Bond. And my wife was also a, a pretty big fan of his as well. Also, the last of the Roger Moore Bond films were pretty good, too. It was actually the director, because it was the same director who did the last few, like the last two or three Roger Moore films did both Timothy Dalton's, and all of them were great. But the Timothy Dalton ones were were even more fantastic than the ones with Roger Moore. So, no, totally agree. Timothy Dalton was an excellent Bond. Soul Assassin, have you thought about watching samurai-themed anime? Black Samurai, Samurai, uh, Samurai Champlo are good watches. Not at this point. I'm not at that point yet. I'm still on the movies. 
And there's a lot of movies that I would need to get through before I would want to go into a series, I think. Uh, Nathan Slay says, So the Loki TV show has now been opening up lots of plot holes. Not surprised. Well, the show is in and of itself a giant plot hole. So, (laughs) I mean, people can talk about the issues that it raises and other stuff. For me, I'm like, I'm still just talking about how the show itself doesn't make any sense. And how the all-powerful deities, essentially, that they've created out of thin air um, can't really be all-powerful. So, uh, uh, let's see. Yatja Xenomorph says, Speaking of Japanese movies, Odin, have you seen Shinobi Heart Under Blade? Really good ninja movie. No, not seen that. Uh, Blake St. Clair, what's going on? Uh, Again, Odyssey even admits that they are still having growing pains and that they are still indeed having having issues. However, Blake, can you explain to me how I can have three different people say they're watching on Odyssey, they're getting clean streams, they're not having any issues whatsoever? To me, that says it has to then be on your end. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying that it... it kind of leads itself to say that it has to be on on your end or at the very least it's both that's that's the only way that makes any logical sense just just saying and i remember the screenshot you shared when you tagged the odyssey team in it and it looked like you were on mobile and again that's obviously an issue that they need to fix if they don't work on mobile devices. But if you're watching it on a PC or a Mac that's got a basic tier specs, there shouldn't be any issue based on what people have been saying. So That's just what I'm hearing from the peeps. Uh, Brightburn says, I actually like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm not a Snyderverse fanatic, but if they continue the story through graphic novels, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. Uh, I think Zack Snyder, not only is he just a tool in real life. I mean, I'm sorry. He's a tool. He is a complete tool. And, you know, the, the fact that he will essentially crap on a group that was raising money and was the primary force for raising as much money as they did for the charity that he supported because of what happened to him personally. The fact that he would go on to say things like he said about said group, talking about geese and gamers, it's like, I'm sorry, that makes you a despicable person in my eyes. Not only that, but also your movies suck because you you, you have a terrible creative mind. As I've said previously, there is not one Zack Snyder movie I can look back to and say, I would watch that movie a thousand times. Not one. I'm sure there's a lot of you that disagree. A lot of you have at least one or maybe even many that you thoroughly enjoy. I can't stand his films. And this was even before the nonsense of what he did. So anyway. Uh, J.M. Cruz says, Roroni Kenshin movies, in my opinion, is the true Ronin story. The anime is legendary and the live action delivers the goods more than anything made under the samurai genre, at least in this generation. Interesting. Uh, do you know if that's on a streaming platform? Let me know. I would appreciate it. Let's see. 
Nathan Slay says, here's what I don't understand. WandaVision, Winter Soldier, and Loki have poor scripts. A lot of people around me, but they're so good. Because it's it's it, we live in an emotional generation. Remember that the same thing happened with Endgame. Endgame was not well written. But what did everyone say? Oh, but those moments that I've been waiting for when Captain America says, Avengers, assemble. When, when, when Mjolnir comes into his hand, there was an emotional response. And so the reason why a lot of people are saying that they like these shows is because they're, they're having positive emotional responses to the characters, to the actors, to all of these different things, right? They, they, that is what they need. That, that's all that they need to be given. They don't need good stories to back up characters, etc. So it actually makes complete sense to me that there are a lot of people that do like these shows completely. No, and I have no issue if it's that, again, that emotional response, that emotional understanding. Um, but no, to say it's well-written is just a lie. Uh, Laura says, the non-existent gray Jedi is my biggest Star Wars pet peeve. You either are Jedi or you aren't. The character in Rebels was a neutral force user. Yeah, and again, I don't have full knowledge of this, but... Wasn't the Great Jedi something that they talk about in the EU? I know that RK Outpost, Ryan Cannell, would, would be a great person to talk. But Laura, I know that you've dove into a lot of the EU novels as well. But isn't that something they dive into in the EU as well? Which I guess you could say, well, it's non-canon. Yeah, but better stories. Miss Martin Muses, hail to you. Thank you for the rose. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see, Jay Stowe as a member says, though it didn't do great during its run at the theater, I did like Event Horizon. To me, it was just a fun space tour. That's what I've heard about it, and that's why it got my attention and, and why it's been on my list of things to, to see and list of things to watch, for sure. Um, Tina loves some Timothy Dalton. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, Orange Hair Reviews, absolutely, dude. Praying for your aunt. Uh, very sorry, very sorry to hear that she's heading to the hospital. Hope hope she's okay. Uh, Jam Cruz says, "Any thoughts on Somewhere in Time featuring Christopher Reeves and Jane Seymour? That is a better time traveling story than the MCU. I've never seen Somewhere in Time, so I wouldn't be able to say." Brightburn says, "You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain." Well, Disney Marvel, you have become the villain. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Mark, Mark Lazar says you like a, you like view to a kill canceled. Um, I don't have all of the names memorized, but if you're talking about the Timothy, if you're talking about a Timothy Dalton movie, then yes, both Timothy Dalton movies are absolutely fantastic. Like objectively speaking from the story to the acting, to the cinematography, all of it is spot on. What, what issue do you have with the Timothy Dalton ones? Uh, wake down. Just just at Odin, man. Just at Odin. Says, agreed on the point on Dalton and more. Though I still have a fondness for Brosnan as the era grew up. Exactly. Like, Goldeneye still always, will always have a very special place in my heart because of the fact that that was really the first James Bond movie that I remember seeing. Because it, it came out during the 90s. I was born in the end of the 80s, so... Uh, Blaze St. Clair says, I'm not watching on Odyssey. I just marvel at how many issues it has and people still use it because the people who use it don't have those issues. Like, the issues that I have with it are very, very rare. And when they do happen, 
I understand it because it's a relatively new platform as far as live streaming and things like that. But for the most part, it works very well and it's gotten better especially. So yeah, I and others are going to keep using it because it is a platform that's growing. And the only way we're going to get viable alternatives to YouTube and viable alternatives to... um to the other big tech companies on social media is to use the alt tech platforms. And so that's why people will continue to use Odyssey. That's why I will continue to use Odyssey. And if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. You don't have to use it. You don't have to use it. But don't say it's a piece of garbage when that's not the experience that everyone else is having. Just because it's not working on your end doesn't mean it's not working for everyone else. And as I said, maybe it's an issue with your internet connection. Maybe it's an issue with your device. And again, that's kind of a, a both issue because if the platform can't work on certain types of machines and work over certain internet connections like YouTube can, that's something that they need to work on. Because obviously one of the issues that I've noticed with Odyssey is that you cannot choose the resolution like you can on a place like YouTube. So that's something that can get added on down the down the road. But anyway, no, I'm 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 going to go to bat. I'm going to go to bat for Odyssey. I'm not sponsored by them at all. I'm just a fan of alt tech platforms. They're offering a cool product that works for a lot of people. Doesn't work for everyone, but it works for a lot of people. And so they will continue to get my support. Uh, Kid Cassidy, what's going on? There's been some occasional buffering in the beginning, but it's been pretty smooth. Boom. There we go. I Love Cabbage says, Roroni Kenshin live action came out in 2012. You'll have to get the DVD. I don't do DVDs. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? I love cabbage. Why would I get a DVD? Uh, Laura, what's going on? Says, just checking in to say hello and thanks for being here. Thank you, Laura, for being here. Super fan Adam Shawhan says, one thing I don't like here in Odyssey is when you hit the at, start typing a person's name, you don't pop up. Other than that, no issues. Yeah. Th and that, that to me is completely understandable. Yeah. That's something I hope that they're able to, to, uh, to address and add in the future is to auto-populate. And I think that probably will happen when the, the next time they revamp their, their chat box. And I think once they revamp their chat box system, I think it's going to, I think it's going to add a lot of stuff which might even allow me to be able to integrate things to add comments like like what I'm doing here. Um, what's going on, Mr. Peabody? says, sorry, I'm late, Gobba. Oh, it's all right, man. It's all right. How's it going? All right, let's see. So, Mark63366, what's going on? Says, doesn't work for me. I only have 10 megabit download speed. We'll get that. That makes sense. That's a that's a pretty low download speed. And again, the issue comes into the fact that they don't offer the ability to downgrade the resolution for slower connections. So again, that is something absolutely that needs to be addressed. But again, that's a, that's a double problem there. Slower internet, etc. All right. Let us see. 
Uh, Orange Eye Reviews says, lost respect for Snyder a while back because of that and other admissions of putting messaging in his movies. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I've never had really respect for him. My heart went out to him with what happened to his daughter. It's terrible what happened. No one should ever have to go through that. Let, you know, as a father, as a mother, as a brother, as a sister, as a relative, as a friend. No one should have to go through that. It's a terrible thing. And so I pray for for her and I pray for their family as well. But that doesn't make him a good director, a good writer, or a good person. So, Alex McCarthy, howdy, Odin, how's it going? Apologies for being late. Drunk was saying some inspirational, uplifting stuff that I need to hear. Dude, drunk is amazing. Drunk is the only one who gets a, a pass for streaming when I stream. <laughs> I love Drunk 3PO. He is a legend. All right, Snorapupus, who is a member, says, I've never been a fan of Snyder's movies, even 300, which so many people seem to like. When shot off his mouth, that was it for me. Yeah, 300 I liked when it first came out when I was a teenager. And I was like, ooh, really ripped dudes fighting? This is awesome. And then I got a little bit older and I watched it again and I was like, oh, these effects didn't age very well. Oh, well, without the effects, there's not much. Oh, there's a lot of slow-mo. Hmm. So, yeah. I totally, totally get that. Um. All right. Let's see. Jam Cruise. Next comment. I'll look into if they're available. I've sent an email inquiry via Odin Mail also. Oh, Jam Cruise. Thank you very much. I'll check that out after the stream and try my very best to to address it as such. Very much appreciate. Very much appreciate. Um, let's see. Make sure you smash that like button. We got about 21 minutes left in the show tonight. Uh, the Bastard of America. Welcome to the chat. And Peabody, I am reading DLive comments. But remember, you got to put at Odin. You got you to put at Odin. Yeah, the system that I have... It is what allows for both DLive and YouTube comments to be highlighted. Mark Lizette says, View to Kill, View to a Kill is the last Roger Moore one with Grace Jones as the evil henchwoman. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm not as defensive of the last two of the Moors as I am of the of the Daltons. However, I do enjoy them. I mean, we can talk about Grace Jones just being Grace Jones on screen. And other issues like that. I think there's a lot more issues. But when you compare it to, I think, a lot of the other films in the um, in the collection of Roger Moore films, I think they're on the higher end, personally. There we go. Okay. Yeah, Tina says, it's Roger Moore with Christopher Walken. And the only good thing about it is the former Playboy model is cute. <laughs> oh, man. Christopher Walken as a villain was fantastic. A view, to, a view to a Kill was Roger Moore living Daylights with Timmy Dalton first, and we all know who did the theme song. <laughs> Nathan Slay says, To be honest, the more these MCU shows come out, the more Infinity War starts to look like a masterpiece. Seriously. Nathan Slay, Infinity War was a, was a masterpiece. 
Infinity War was great. Who's having problems with it? Infinity War is awesome. Endgame is the one that was not good. Oh, if they had stopped with Infinity War, they'd be in a good position. Uh, let's see. J.M. Cruz says, Would you be interested if Guy Ritchie directed a Bond movie? Seems like he can based on his take of Man from Uncle. Dude, Guy Ritchie for sure. Um, I don't know if he'd be able to produce as good of a movie as he could because of the studio. I feel like the studio has a lot of input into those movies specifically. Alice Picard says, Pierce Bros is my favorite Bond for childhood nostalgia. Dal- Dalton is second. Yeah, as of now, I think I like Dalton the most, but... Uh, for me, the issue with Pierce Brosnan is that his first two are good. GoldenEye is just on an entirely different level. The second movie he did had never actually seen it. I thought I had seen it. Turns out never had seen it before. And I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. But it's not. It's it's definitely not as good as what you would find in GoldenEye. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. So Neon says, Great Jedi has a philosophy worldview that there is no light or dark side, only the force, the user's light or dark within it based on their choices, a sort of relativist but free will ideology. Interesting, Slicer. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Blake St. Clair says, Weren't there multiple comments of people not being able to use it? That's the conversation I walked in on in my experience. The user experience of Odyssey is garbage so far. For you. For you. And again, you're not the only one, but it seems to be people who are trying to access it via mobile device and via slow internet connection. So again, that's something that they can't address immediately because they're trying to build this infrastructure from the ground, from the ground up essentially. And I will continue to support them. All hail Odyssey. Odyssey is great. Love my Odyssey fam. Thank y'all for watching over on Odyssey. And I'm very happy to continue to do the Good Morning Asgard streams exclusively to Odyssey. All right. Let's see. Slicer says, Many debated on Qui-Gon Jinn being a great Jedi, but in truth, he was more of a uh, true Jedi than Yoda as he followed the will of the Force, not the bureaucracy of the Council or the Old Republic. Yeah, uh, a pretty good book, actually, that delves into the mindset of Qui-Gon Jinn is Master and Apprentice. And it was actually done by Claudia Gray, um, who I know recently, like, she was announced to have done a book, and it was like, this just does not look, nah. But Master and Apprentice is a very, very good book. It's a good look into the kind of mindset and philosophy of Qui-Gon Jinn. So, and, and you really see in that characterization how, yeah, absolutely, he cares about the will of the Force. He also is very much influenced by the prophecies as well. And that is what has a huge influence on him in being the master for young Anakin, of course, which we also pick up in the movies. Brightburn 1985 says, thoughts on Discovery buying Warner Media and Amazon buying MGM. This could only be good news, right? I mean, at least the mouse doesn't own Bond and DC Comics. Did Discovery buy Warner? Or did, I think he meant Warner buying Discovery. I think that's how it ended up. Yeah, Amazon bought MGM. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's a good or a bad thing because it's just a giant corporation getting bigger, which is not really a good thing necessarily. Um, It's nice that Disney doesn't have their grubby little hands on it for sure, but it's now another giant... (laughs) It's just now another giant corporation that's not Disney that has their grubby hands on it. So, I don't know. All right, Snorapoopus Cuber says, Honestly, it works well enough for me when I've used it. 
Uh, I think it will improve over time and the features will get better. And I suspect YouTube will just keep playing games and become more unfriendly. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Snortapupus. Absolutely. I, I think that that is what you're going to see is YouTube will continue to play their game, shutting people down. Wouldn't surprise me if they kicked Crowder off the platform pretty soon, um, especially with the lawsuit going on. And yeah, I, I would definitely not be surprised. Definitely would not be surprised if that was the case. Um, let's see. Mark63366 says, "Love, I do love Odyssey. It is the best all-tech platform. Hopefully Starlink will fix my internet speed problems. Yeah. Starlink has a lot of potential for sure. And also, here's the other thing too. Odyssey obviously needs to do something on their end as well. Again, I'm not saying Odyssey is completely blameless in this. But to use words like garbage and terrible... I don't think is is correct or fair. So that that's what I take more of an issue with. Because I'm not saying there's no issues. Like, I've even talked about the various issues. And with this one specifically, Mark, yeah, obviously that would be great. But I think also that one thing Odyssey should probably look into, and I bet they are, is because one of the things that they're really good at is responding to and asking for feedback and things like that. Again, when Blake St. Clair put that out on Twitter... They responded directly to him and saying, please fill out this form so that way we can have an official documentation and know what we need to work on or, or how to fix and address the issue. And one of the things that they absolutely need to do is they need to be able to offer differing, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say bitrate qualities, but basically quality control that if you have lower speed internet, you should be able to choose 360p. Because then, at the very least, you can stream it through. Things like that. Let's see. Wooly Bowley. Wooly Bowley? Bowley? Wooly Bowley? Just wondering where the TMNT fit in your samurai kick. Um. Well, I love the live-action Ninja Turtles movies. Those are great. I remember watching the... I remember watching the show when I was growing up, but they weren't as prominent as the live action was. Someone just asked if I trimmed my beard. Yeah, it's, it's been like a week or, or two since the beard's been trimmed. Peabody, what's going on? Says, did you trim your beard again or try some new conditioner? Looks It looks heaps better. Yeah, it's y'all, it's it's been trimmed like for over a week now. Where have y'all been? That's the real question exposed exposed oh stephanie b here it comes i've unsubbed i think 300 is a masterpiece you just like the abs come on let's be honest you just like those abs uh <laughs> adam says we have two girls starting to go into heat so we all have puppies again soon oh nice nothing like some little wiener dog puppies yeah someone's like should we even mention soccer punch yep if anyone ever brings up anything, just be like, how about Sucker Punch? Or how about Army of the Dead? <laughs> More recently. Oh, man, oh, man. All right. Uh, Peabody says, Tina must be talking about Tanya Roberts in A View to Kill. Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> That's not me. I just, I don't know those things. It's not really my thing. Uh, Amani Wilson. A Money Wilson. Welcome to the chat. Sucker Punch, Face Palm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alex Barthi says, Christopher Walken had a fever for more cowbell and a view to kill. Exactly. I got a fever 
and the only cure is more cowbell. Nathan, Nathan Slay, oh, Infinity War is awesome. I have just a few issues with the movie, but it's a great film. Bottom line, Infinity War is getting better and better by the day. Just wanted to make that clear. Well, again, in my view, it's already one of the best of the MCU films, and it has always been good. I would actually say it looks worse and worse because the future that has happened since then, and this starts back with Endgame, has been so atrocious that it's kind of souring everything that came before it, which is really sad. It's <laughs> just really, really sad. Um, yes, we know Peabody. Yes, he's like, Aha sang it, by the way. If anyone's wondering, Aha sang the opening theme to The Living Daylights. He loves them. He, he, as, he, as Peabody has said, best band ever. Hmm. Uh, Laura says, I wish they had followed up Infinity War with a search for more Avengers like the X-Men instead of bringing everyone back in Endgame. There's a lot of things that they could have done so much better. And unfortunately, it just gets weighed down by nonsense. Uh, Snorter Poopus Cuber says, I'm going to be in trouble now. I didn't care for the Man from Uncle remake, being an old fan of the TV series, but it would made a decent 60s spy movie without using the Uncle character names. Yeah, and I, I, what, I didn't grow up on the series so i went in kind of with just completely i guess fresh eyes and so i actually enjoyed it as as you said as a generic 60s based movie yeah i think it i think it did its job i think it did a fine job uh my parents had been watching man from uncle and they they actually enjoyed it um but it's obviously different miss martin muses who's also someone who's delved into the eu says EU did not have Grey Jedi. Okay. Interesting. So, was that then only introduced in Rebels? Is that really something that was only introduced in Rebels? That's interesting. I had no idea. Uh, J.M. Crew says, You know what could have made Star Wars sequel better? If they were never under the Star Wars franchise in the first place. Yeah. How about... <laughs> That's like saying, You know what could have made the Star Wars sequels better? If they never existed. Because it's true. <laughs> All right, over on Odyssey. Um, let us see here. I love Cabbage says, In James Bond Moonraker, did the girl who met Jaws have braces? This is a Mandela effect test. I think she did. I honestly don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But yeah, the girl that he like falls in love with, I think so, because that would make sense as to why they connected because they both had metal in their mouth, but I honestly don't know. Uh, new number two says I'm liking Odyssey thus far, but they do need official apps for Roku and Android. I'm sure they're working on. Yeah. Apparently there's like a workaround where you can get it working on it Roku or Amazon. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Laura over on Odyssey jumping in to say the Bendu character from Rebels wa was unaffiliated with Jedi or a Sith. Grey Jedi is straight fan fiction. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting because, well, then the people that believe and perpetuate that fan fiction do such a good job that they make you believe that it's actually from the novels and it's actually, uh, at, at the very least, from the uh, so-called Star Wars Legends universe. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. That is fascinating, though. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate that. 
Oh, boy. Uh, Tina says, The Odyssey is great as we watch Odysseus tell his adventures or trying to return to Ithaca. And, oh, wait, you mean Odyssey. Never mind. At Odin P.S. Odyssey is okay. They need to keep at it. Exactly. Yeah, Tina, Tina hated it at first, and she's definitely not a huge fan. Definitely not a huge fan, for sure. However, she's definitely not as anti-Odyssey as she once was. Once she got everything up and running, it's like, okay, I can work with this. And thank y'all very much. Yeah, I've seen that y'all were mentioning it, but I wanted to highlight it. So Discovery bought Warner. That's so interesting. Who owns Discovery? Is Discovery its own company? I never realized that Discovery was that big. That, that's that's why I was surprised, because in my mind, Discovery was not huge or was already owned by someone else. I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't the one I was looking for. Uh, Orange Hat Review says, uh, There were two views of the Force in Jedi Doctrine. The Living Force, which focused on the Force in all living things, and the Unifying Force, which is what allows for seeing the past and the future. Interesting. Interesting. Boom, Rossi Shackleford. He likes Odyssey. Bruce, just can't get over how good you are looking on YouTube now. Well, thank you, Bruce. Yeah, that, that 60 FPS makes a difference. I, I, I thought about doing, because the camera can do 4K at 30 FPS, but it's kind of overkill. And in order to get that to come through, I would need to beef up the bitrate so much that it would cause issues for people on a lot of different platforms. Uh, so... Yeah, 1080p, 60 FPS. It's all good for me. All good for me. All right, just making sure I know who. Do, 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 do. All right, yep, Slice of Neons. Boom, there it is. And that's the reason why I am so supportive of Odyssey. So. Oh no, Stephanie B says I ain't getting all worked up over a platform if YouTube or any other shut down tomorrow. Oh well. Yeah, Stephanie B, it's a fair point. But I know that you get you're getting kicked out of the streams or something. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Alright, JM Cruz says, Meet the Spartans is better than 300. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. I remember the I remember the trailer for it though, and I was like, oh my goodness, this looks terrible. All right, about five minutes left, so we'll start to wrap things up. Adam says, they have all been replaced by variants and not our peeps from last week. Wouldn't that be interesting? No, it wouldn't be because the whole show just looks terrible. P.Y. says, I know you had your beard trim before. It was a little shorter, but I thought you had a secondary treatment. Nope. It was about a week or two ago, and it's the, it's the exact same. Uh, the only difference is that I have the Logitech Brio camera and for the past week have been able to stream in 1080p 60fps. So maybe it's that. I also did up, rate, up uh, the bitrate a bit. So maybe it's coming through more clear. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Is it Gribble or Gribble? I'm not sure. Do you know any good Spanish movies? I ask this because as a, a Spanish, I don't know any. I'm trying to think. We had to watch some Spanish movies in my Spanish classes when I was in high school, specifically. Uh, it's not it's not specifically a genre of film that I am an expert in, so I, I can't think of um, I can't think of many. There's one with Javier Bardem where he plays a paraplegic, 
And it's a really well done movie. However, I don't like the messaging that it gives. Not a very Catholic message, to say the least. Peabody says, I don't have dementia. Adam's car's CPU has that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I missed that. Uh, Adam says, guess who is on Disney Plus? That is an Aussie. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Asper Riley says, I was disappointed in Loki. Owen Wilson didn't say, wow. I, uh, Owen, oh, I liked Owen Wilson in it. I wish he had done more. See, Adam says, uh, Disney Plus in the States and in the Upside are different. In Aussie land, they get more than we do. Funny how Disney is. Well, that's all streaming services. If you get a VPN and you set yours to, like, the UK, there are a lot of shows you can get full seasons of that you won't get in the United States. That's, I was able to catch all of the seasons of Better Call Saul because I was able to use a VPN. And I was able to access the version that's over there instead. Uh, Cam Dean Heist, thank you very much for the ice cream donations. I appreciate it. Mr. Peabody, thank you very much for an ice cream donation. Thank you. Daniel Thorne, of course, always is excited over the singing. Kara Tharp, what's going on? Says puppies are fun, but a lot of work. Our Airedale Terrier Mocha had puppies last year. She had nine in total, but one did not make it. She had two boys and six girls. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason why I don't think I could ever get into that because you, when you have a lot of litters especially, you're bound to lose some, and that would just break my heart. Uh, the Wake Down, thank you very much for being here, man, and thank you for checking out the platforms and helping out. Uh, let's see, HJLJR, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Stephanie B keeps getting kicked off. Getting buffering issues and everything. Uh, Orange Eye Reviews is a member says the Bandu and Rebels represented the balance of the Force, which I th- I guess is what people would then say. Look, Gray Order. I guess. <sighs> I guess. G Monkey seventy six says first time I had problems with Odyssey. Otherwise, okay. Watch on Android phone. Yeah. Uh, typically. Android, even though I have an iPhone, and I think iPhone can do certain things incredibly well, specifically the messaging, um, iMessage to me I think is just really good, and it'd be awesome if Android could come up with a viable alternative that could be used on all platforms. They tried it with, 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 with what was it, Allo, which I actually liked, I used it, but then they shut it down. And that's what they do. They'll create all these different things and then get people invested and then they'll just shut it down. It's like, mm, that didn't, that wasn't very nice. All right, let's get through as many comments as we can. Adam says, I had Longhorn beef steaks tonight for the first time from Texas. Very tasty. Nice. Peabody says, so the pixel rate is what trims your beard. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Guess what it tasted like. Steak. Oh, who, who would have thought? Bruce says, OMG, you just have to watch Meet the Spartans. No! Meet the Spartans has Kevin Sorbo. Okay. Okay. I'm slightly interested in that. Uh, Glinzer says, me thinks your fans will request a beard maintenance video. I do not do my own beard maintenance. I let it grow out till it's insane, and then I go and get it cut. Because I'm the person where when I was first growing a beard, I always would like make a random mistake, and then it I would just shave it off because I was just like, nope. 
Um, I think you usually wear darker colored shirts, and with the current shirt, makes the beard prominent. That could be it too. I actually I have my uh, the hoodie is what I normally wear, but it's getting a little warmer, unfortunately, because the summer is here. But that could be it as well. It's it, there's more uh, dynamic range or, or whatever the word is. Uh, they say Zorro Desperado. Those are in English too, though. I wouldn't call those. I would actually no no no. So I would say uh that reminds me um El Mariachi. It is the prequel to Oh my goodness gracious. Desperado. Yeah. It's the sequel to it's the prequel to De- Desperado. El Mariachi low budget Spanish film. Great. Ooh, another good Spanish film. So it's called Wreck. Uh, which is just record. It's called REC Rec, which of course stands for record. They did a English shot for shot remake called uh, Quarantine. However, Rec is much better and terrifying. So if you like uh, horror movies, could be good. Pan's Labyrinth is a good Spanish movie. Ah, yeah, that would be another one. Yeah, yeah, Rec is great. Um, and I'm not one for horror films either. But Wreck was just a well-done movie. Cause the reason why I liked Wreck was because it, it starts off and you're kind of like, oh man, it's like zombie-esque. But then that ending happens and you're like, oh, my. the ending is so terrifying. I still don't know how they did it. It was an incredibly low-budget movie and I still don't know. I think it was like a real person and they were able just like to find this really like <laughs> specific body type looking person who was able to, oh, everyone who's seen it knows exactly what I'm talking about. I didn't watch the rest, though, because once they introduced that and made it where it was not zombies, but instead was more, like, demonic, I'm like, no thanks. No thanks. I don't do the demons. Uh, Physics with Kenny Lee. What's going on? All right. I do need to start skipping some peeps. So, um, members only. And then we'll we'll finish up. Members only. Again, apologies if I'm skipping your comments, but... I am indeed over time. Over time. Adam and the clan, thank you for the lemon donation. I very much appreciate that. Peabody, thank you for the ice cream donation as well. And um, looks like there's a comment from Tina, who's one of the Valks, says, meant to tell you to skip Lady Snowblood, although it's Tarantino's inspiration for Kill Bill. It's great, but I think the subject matter wouldn't be up your alley. Trust me on this. Interesting. Yeah, it's been recommended to me, and I know that it is uh, available on the Criterion Collection channel, which, uh, again, yeah, um, we were able to talk a lot about Japanese cinema. Again, I've been a huge Japanese cinema kick, and it's been awesome. And uh, in case y'all don't know, if any of y'all are physical media collectors or know anything about Criterion Collection and all the things that they have, it is a really cool collection. They have their own streaming service and you get access to essentially everything in their library. I think there's a few things missing probably because they lost the rights to it or something. Uh, for instance, uh, was it Kajamushu? Kajamusha? Something like that. They don't have that, but I did buy that on Blu-ray. So that will be coming in tomorrow, actually. They were able to do next day delivery. So I will be able to get that. Um, but they also have the... Uh, I'm going to say it wrong again just because I want to. The Zatoichi... Zotoishi, sorry, Zotoishi movies. They have like all of them on there too. And there's like a two week free trial with it too. Not sponsored by them at all. 
be cool if they wanted to because i would love to promote a two-week free trial because again um i think that's awesome but it's like a 10 11 dollars a month you can pay 100 dollars for the year but yeah, but what's cool too is you can check out their entire library before committing and seeing, okay, what films do they have? What films would I actually be interested in having and all that jazz? So anyway, uh, thank you all so very much for being here today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, again, thank you all so very much for being great. I love Cabbage says she did, and according to the This Dimensional Fabric, um, was talking there about... Luca was pretty black and white, dude. She didn't, according to this dimensional fabric. That didn't make any sense. I was very confused by that over on Odyssey. But anyway, Odyssey fam, light up that fire button. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash that like button. It means a lot. Uh, DLive fam, uh, we're not, not going to do a uh, no chest opening tonight. Um, but I do need to go to the YouTube channel to be able to shout out some of the members on the channel at the Army of Asgard level and above. I think that me and the Flick Pick are going to try and get together sometime probably this week in order to film our next podcast episode. So please be on the uh, please be on the lookout. Please be on the lookout for um, for that if you are at the Army of Asgard level and above on Patreon and Subscribestar. Sorry, no. If you're at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above um, on those two platforms, and also on YouTube, Keeper of the, Keeper of the Bifrost, you get access to the video version of that podcast. Lots of fun. John and I talk about tons of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to talk a whole lot about my recent kick of Japanese cinema. And I'm, yeah, still in the process of watching even more. Look out for reviews. Also, if you follow me on Instagram... Uh, OMB reviews over on Instagram. I think it's still the handle at Odin's movie blog on Instagram. Uh, if you have Instagram, what I'm starting to do over there is I'm starting to post, uh, kind of mini reviews. So once I finish watching the film, I put just a minute mini review out there. And so that way, if I'm not able to get a full review out that day or ever, I at the very least will have a little mini review and I'm looking into potentially doing something on the TikTok platform. However, uh, every time I look at the videos over there, I'm like, this just doesn't seem like my kind of thing. But anyway, let's shout out some people. Riff Magos, Wicked Plumber, Mr. Buttcrack, Sean McDee, Gomer Kyle 79 Your Muslim Uncle, Kara Tharp, Eric Duet, Rich the Savior, Dadman Walking 55 M. Tack Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K., Orange Hat Reviews, Adam Avery, J. Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank you all very much for being members on the channel. You guys are awesome. I love Cabbage saying I was talking about the girl who met Jaws in Moonraker, didn't have braces. Ah, okay. And again, I wouldn't know one way or the other. It would have made sense if she did, but it makes sense that she didn't because, again, I wasn't confident one way or the other. Uh, shout out everybody over on DLive, Odyssey, YouTube. And if you're watching on Twitter or Periscope, thank you also for that. Also, huge shout out to these two ladies. Stephanie B., thank you very much for being one of the Valks. I always appreciate your presence here. And, of course, also for the Empress of the Universe, Tina B., thank you for being an amazing uh, mod and amazing Valkyrie as well. Uh, as far as streaming schedule is concerned, check out the website, ombreviews.com. Ombreviews.com. This channel, ombreviews.com. I finally bought our domain. As soon as you get to the website, the first thing that you will see is the streaming schedule. So I stream on Monday, Tuesday, 
Wednesday and Thursday, and also technically Friday because of Friday night tights and Saturday. So I stream most days of the week for my summer schedule uh, because of the wife being off at work and I'm stay-at-home dad. And there's nap times that I get to do about an hour or so stream. And you can find out where those streams will be and also where to follow me on social media to get notified. Anyway, you guys are all amazing Beautiful people also, because because I just, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna shout her out too. Thank you very much. Also, Laura, waiting for her to drive, because she is also a mod here as well. Uh, hasn't joined the Valkyrie yet, but is still an amazing person. So shout out to Laura as well, as Tina comes in <laughs> to say that she just got kicked off. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna have to get the Valkyrie like in the backstage area, so that way like, they can talk to each other. But then also still, like, see the show. And that way, like, nothing... I don't know. I'll have to find a way of getting that. Since I am using Restream, um, I, I, <laughs> I might be able to get them in. But we'll, we'll see if I can make that work. But anyway, thank you all very much for being here tonight. You're all amazing, beautiful people. Uh, thank you all very much. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. And as always... God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my June Patreon and Subscribestar members. Andrew Hoyle, Bifford de Hobbit, Brian P., Dion, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Inflamed Wood, Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General's story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and rather Teresa Martin is Miss Martin Muses now, Tina Bojan, Tina B., and Washington Madranda. Thank y'all very much for being my supporters on Patreon. And to my subscribe star peeps, Fast Reaction, Nosferatsu Gatsu, Stand For, John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J. Rod the Beer Guru, Nevanon G. Adams, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for being my subscribe star members. And if you want your name shouted out at the every at the end of every video and live stream, please consider joining on Patreon or Subscribestar. You also get access at other tiers to things like a bi-monthly podcast, bi-monthly, bi-weekly weekly twice a month podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger which is a lot of fun. There's also a tier in which you can join me once a month for the Chosen of Valhalla live stream where you all get to at that level, join me for discussions, talk about any projects that you might be working on, or just hang out and have a good time. It's a lot of fun. And also, too, for many of those levels, you also get access to a giveaway section on the Discord server where you get access to giveaways of things like 4K movies, digital codes, and tons of other stuff like that. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the links in the description and sign up over on Patreon and Subscribestar. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day and as always god bless and before leaving as now that is showing up because i changed my screen uh let me hi both of those uh, i do want to give a shout out to laura again 
Uh, I did get this in the mail, so thank you very much. She knows I'm a huge fan of uh, Quasimodo and The Hunchback of Notre Dame Disney film, so she got this for me from Disneyland in California. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for this. Yeah, it's not. She mentioned saying that it's not very common to find Hunchback merchandise there. And so as soon as she thought she saw it, she thought of me and she sent it my way. So Laura, I don't know if you're still watching, but thank you so very much. Just wanted to give you a shout out officially. And also I want to give a huge shout out to Evan S who I did not see on today's show. Uh, but I did finally get the package that you sent me. So thank you for all the Blu-rays. He sent me adventures of captain Marvel. So this is like the OG captain Marvel. This is before, uh, Marvel actually uh, like sued and got the rights back and stuff. So this is like the OG original Captain Marvel. Look at that. Early Shazam, one could say. But yeah, Captain Marvel, as he was once known, also got me The Robe on Blu-ray, which I did not already own. So thank you very much. Everyone's been recommending that, so I can't wait to see it. And also we got Demetrius and the Gladiators. I never heard about this movie before but seemed pretty interesting. Uh, also got me The Revolts of the Slaves. So, again, another film I'd not ever seen of before. And last but certainly not least, also got me the film Beckett, which Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, had also uh, said that I should see, have also not ever seen or owned. So, yeah, all of these are brand-new pickups for me. So thank you all so very much, Demetrius and Gladiators is the sequel to The Robe. I had no idea The Robe had a sequel. That is interesting. Huh. Well, thank you again, Evan S., for sending those my way and for writing a very, very kind letter as well and also sealing it with the, uh, this time, the Medal of St. Benedict. Uh, really does mean a lot, Catholic brother. So anyway, that is it, everybody. You guys are great. Have a wonderful night. All right, go to bed. <laughs>